Hello, friends. Greetings on this fourth Sunday of Advent, and happy Christmas Eve. I grew up lighting candles on an Advent wreath as part of our family tradition. Then, as a young adult, I did not practice that tradition for many years. Just last year, one of my housemates suggested we have an Advent wreath, and each week we've been lighting another candle. We read a scripture from a short Advent liturgy, we listen to a song, and we watch the candles flicker. Their light has been beautiful to me in a way I don't quite have words for. Beautiful with a quiet hope. A family I know has a tradition of lighting a candle for each day of December leading up to Christmas as part of their Advent practice. They've been noticing not just how bright the candle's collective glow is as more and more candles are lit, but also the growing warmth that the candles are emitting. This is our Advent hope, that the light of the world is coming. It's coming nearer and nearer to us as we wait. We don't make him come. We don't earn his coming. We don't hasten his coming. We simply quiet ourselves and prepare for his coming. And in that preparation, we notice a glimmer. We feel the growing warmth. And now, as we stand on the threshold of Christmas, we behold what we have been waiting for. We remember that a virgin named Mary gave birth to a son named Jesus and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. This took place in Bethlehem, Joseph's ancestral town, where they were traveling because of a Roman census. We remember that angels appeared to shepherds to announce the birth and the skies opened. We stand in awe of the birth of the creator and redeemer of the world and the beauty of the great infinite saving mystery, the mystery of God's love incarnated. C.S. Lewis famously said this about the incarnation. Once in our world, A stable had something in it that was bigger than our whole world. What a remarkable paradox. It's an impossibility, right? It's an impossibility. But in God's economy, it has been made possible. And it serves in a way as his signature on the gospel story, his signature on the good news of the coming kingdom. Liturgist John Birch says this. He says the incarnation is a mystery so deep it is impossible to grasp, a mystery so beautiful it is impossible to ignore. So let's not ignore it. In the midst of whatever busyness, excitement, pressures, or disappointment you are experiencing today, what would it look like for you to show hospitality to this mystery? To stand in the light of the light of the world and let its coming light touch you. My friend Ezra Kinlaw is going to read for us from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 and 6 through 7. And as we listen to him read these holy words, and in the moments that follow, take a moment to breathe. 
Let the details and the demands of the holiday recede for just a few moments. And allow yourself, if you would, to be in wonder again, like a child. Allow yourself to receive the beautiful, surprising, generous mystery of Christ's birth. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of a deep darkness, on them has light shone. To us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it, with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore. These are beautiful words, poetic words. And in their poetic beauty, they present a striking and intriguing contrast. On the one hand, we see the image of an infant, a newborn. On the other hand, we see the image of a powerful king, a ruler, but not just any powerful king and ruler, the powerful king and ruler of a kingdom that will go on forever and will forever be marked by peace. Is this a dream? Is this a reality? When Isaiah wrote these words, they spoke of a future he would not see with his earthly eyes. But this future has partially come to pass, and that is what we are celebrating at Christmas. The baby Isaiah spoke of has in fact been born, Jesus. And through his life, his teaching, his death, and his resurrection, the kingdom of God has been clearly announced. It has been established. There has been an inbreaking of heaven on earth. And where are we in the continuum of this prophecy? We are somewhere in the middle. Because while the kingdom has been established, it has not yet been brought to full realization. Our world still hosts wars. Tears still stream down faces. Our lives are still interrupted by death. And so, Advent continues. Even as we enter into Christmas tide, we're reminded that we're still actually waiting. We're waiting for the fulfillment of that kingdom. We're waiting for the one who was born as a baby in Bethlehem to return and to usher in the eternal peace that Isaiah speaks of. We're waiting for when, as Psalm 85 puts it, righteousness and peace will kiss. For when, as the book of Revelation says, Every tear will be wiped from every eye, and death will be no more. And we wait with hope, because God always finishes what he starts. What he has promised, he has already fulfilled in part. And that is a seal on his promise, that he will complete it. And in the meantime, we know that the problems of our world are not too big for him to redeem. 
nor are the details of our lives too small for him to care about. Indeed, Christmas teaches us this. The creator and savior of the world holds it all. He has entered into it all. He cares about it all. He redeems it all. Last week, Lydia Cook graced us with an original song. And this week, we're going to close with another original song by our friend Lydia. You will not recognize this as a typical Christmas song, but if you listen carefully, you'll hear a reference to the Christmas story embedded in the first verse. Here's how the first verse goes. How big the whale that lives in the sea. How little the thoughts that terrify me. How wide the chasm caused by our sin. How little the baby born to let us in. As you listen to this song, can you trust that the baby, once held in a manger, holds you and all that you carry? He has come, and he will come again. Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Wonderful Counselor, we welcome your coming. We have waited for you long. In you is justice. In you is peace. You are setting the world right, starting with our hearts. We receive the gift of your love, the mystery of your birth. We make room for awe. Who can explain it? The Almighty clothed in weakness, the Creator into creation born. Jesus, Savior and friend, let there be no end to your reign, just as there is no end to your love.